Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Just went to church. Just went to church. Look, I just went to church with that one, everybody. It is a glory, glory, hallelujah. And with not even being funny when I say this, and it's not a coin. This possibly could be coincidence. I don't know if it's divine intervention or the or the kingship of all living things, to quote the great George Costanza. <laughs> when the news broke. That Roe v. Wade and Casey had been overturned in this country. I was listening to that song, an American adventure, an American trilogy, Elvis Presley. I, I I had live in Hawaii, I believe. I don't know what what version that's, that was. That's Hawaii, yeah. Boy, isn't that just gets you in the mood? And I, my phone went off, and it was when Elvis was like, "Glory, glory, hallelujah," and I just. I was like, this. It is the it is the divine intervention, the kingship of all living things, came together at that single moment in time and blessed my soul with the sweet voice and lyricism of Elvis Presley in that great time of triumph and glory. It's like the uh, in the scene in Pee Wee Herman's basement when he's la- uh, laying out the evidence to who stole his bike, and uh, and the sun was aligned with Jupiter. <laughs> that. Folks, folks, we um, the the day came Friday, um, a, a day that uh, many of us never thought would actually arrive. It was always kind of the conservative uh, GOP boogeyman. Not saying that I identify as any one of those. It was always kind of the great boogeyman that it would just it would never happen. But uh, it did. It, it it most certainly did. Um, and again, I like like you said, I don't think anybody thought in 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 our lifetime or in the lifetime of uh, the children of ours or the grandchildren of theirs would that ever come to pass but yet it has um, just a glorious glorious thing that has happened um, and more so too you the the other side is showing who they whom they really are especially the attacks on Clarence Thomas being the the I think he's the only uh, black guy on the Supreme Court 
the, the but is Al- he really black though? Well, that's that, that's what's in question right now. Is that is it, to be determined. Is he is is Clarence Thomas really black? It's like whenever they have to fill you out. You ain't black. <laughs> whenever you know? they have to fill out their um, diversity quotas for the for the federal government and, and the judicial governments, it's like you know Amy Coney Barrett, white, Sotomayor, um, Pacific American. Um, Clarence Thomas to be announced, <laughs> to be determined, uh, to be determined, <laughs> TBD, <laughs> to be determined. We're not, we're not one hundred percent sure. I mean, I mean, he looks a certain way, but apparent, apparently, he's not allowed to hold these certain uh, beliefs that. And I think honestly, that's why they hate him the most. They hate him the most because he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, you betrayed us. Well, yeah, because. Uh, he's not on the the thought plantation as the, as the rest of them are. He's not down with the message. He's not down with the cause. He is not. He is not giving himself over to uh, the, the, the 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 devil. Um, especially if you're uh, if you're Whippy Goldberg. I don't know if you saw her little I, outburst today. I I have, you know, I usually like watching the View because I like to revel in the pain of of other people, especially in in in, in these great times that we live in. Um. But I just couldn't bear myself to to watch it. I I because I, it was one of those things where I knew what was going to be said, so it was just kind of wasting my time. But if it's anything like what she said about guns, I I know that it is going. It, it is just going to be. Uh, Here's what she said: uh, You better hope they don't come for you, Clarence, and you should not be married to your wife, who happens to be white. Uh, Goldberg yell suggesting that conservatives in America would like to seek to ban interracial marriage. They uh, they will move back, and you better hope that nobody says, you know, well, you're not in the Constitution. You're back to being a quarter of a person. <laughs> Which this is hilarious because I think in the same day, the Babylon Bee put up a satire post that Clarence Thomas' vote should only count for three fifths of a vote. <laughs> I saw a, I saw a parody Twitter account say the same thing. Yeah. I love the argument that they're going to ban um, interracial marriage next. I pray that's the next thing on the chopping block, according to them. Yeah, is he going to rule against that and then be like, oh, crap, i got to get a divorce now? Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, <coughs> they, they're saying that because uh, in the – I think he is the, the, the concurring opinion along with uh, Alito who wrote the majority opinion. I think it's how, I think it's how it goes down that – uh, the same way that they ruled, this is my broad brush here. This is my understanding of what happened. Uh, because the way they decided what happened with Roe v. Wade, because even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, believed that Roe v. Wade was on a shaky legal grounds. And I think everyone who has looked at it or has at least listened to legal minds talk about it, you would understand that, yeah, uh, just because some some black-robed white old guys got together and just decided that they wrote into the Constitution themselves that there's a right, doesn't exist, doesn't work that way. Anyway, um, the, the reason why they're saying that about marriage is because, well, Clarence Thomas said, well, we could use the same reasoning and logic for uh, 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 same-sex marriage, which, again, too, was just, just invented. It was spoken into existence. There's no legal basis for it. The, con- the, the, the the Supreme Court just said, uh, well, we, we think, therefore, it is. Yeah, and, and I think that's the issue with a lot of people who... A lot of people who are f- freaking out about this or don't understand that um, this wasn't a law. It, it's not a... It's, it's not a... The Supreme Court doesn't make law. It can only interpret certain... It can only interpret laws in the books and then... 
that's based on whatever cases uh, brought up that's the deciding factor going on so people say oh well um, they don't have constitutional rights anymore there's no, no more constitutional right to an abortion uh, which I do find funny that they the, the, the same side who will argue that there's a constitutional right to abortion have to scroll down so many amendments to be like, oh, well, you know, if you take this privacy thing and then you make it about health and somehow that is the same thing as, excuse me, sir, mute your phone Shut on up. the podcast. Um, somehow that actually... Um, Somehow that actually makes it it makes it legal, and and I would say, oh, didn't go back. What's that second one say? What's that? What's that second amendment say? And oh, that's the wrath of God out there. Um, um, what does that second amendment say? Oh, the the rights to 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 keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Tell me where in in that do you get? Oh, well, you have to prove your value to the. You have to prove your need of a of a weapon to the state. If you live in New York. If you live in New York, yeah. which is another thing that was struck down. Man, the Supreme Court has just been on a winning streak. They are They've been on a roll. They are they they are the old line from a the, from a, a Trump rally. Whenever Trump was like, "We're gonna win so much, they're, 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 you're gonna be tired of winning. You're gonna say, Mr. President, please, we can't take it anymore. Please stop. We can't take the winning.'" And Trump would say, "No, we have to, we have to keep going." Keep going. <laughs> I don't care. We have to keep winning. Mr. President, please help us. We can't take it anymore. No. No. <laughs> I don't care what you say. We must press on. We must keep winning. Not only did they get rid of or, or remove Roe v. Wade, which is just going to send. That's what I find funny about these people who are protesting in New York and California and D.C. Is there any any universe where California, New York, D.C. are going to outlaw abortion? Are there any universe? So these people are protesting for rights that they are rights, supposedly, that have not been lost. That's what I find funny. That's what I find interesting. Um most what I find interesting about that but even if um, there's you know there's about 20 states that have out outlawed it so far and my only thing with that is that that's that, that's pretty low mister you gotta come on let's keep going we've had look you've had all weekend to write it up I would have written up the law whatever um, t I'm talking about you Georgia I don't know what the crap you're doing but get it together man get it together man uh, why it's taking them so long but not only that, but you had the ruling on guns, basically saying that it, the way I'm interpreting it is that they're gonna have a hard time doing shall issue, or no, well, sorry, sorry, may issue, may issue <coughs> permits are gonna become very hard to justify now, after the ruling that happened against the city uh, or the state of um, New York, because there's, there's there's a difference. Larry Sharp did a great video about this. If you want to go back and look. The difference between shall issue and to may issue states, most of the states in the union now are, are um, shall issue, which is basically unless they can find something to say otherwise. Unless you're a criminal. Unless you're a criminal, they're going to give you a, a gun permit. May issue is that, that you have to prove yourself um, worthy. worthy of it. And then constitutional carry states like Georgia now, like New Hampshire, I think, I think Texas is also a constitutional carry state, which is basically... You can carry whatever you want, um, concealed or, or not. So, 
or otherwise or yeah or or or, or um um the like if you will so it's gonna be hard to to argue for for well, may um, issue after this well, I ruling think clarence thomas wrote the majority opinion on that and he said that yeah you can't do that mm-hmm. that's a, it's a, unconstitutional um the second amendment is is, is a federally protected right so no state can trump that. That's just the way it works under under our system. You may not like that, but that's just the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumble, as the old man used to say on Pawn Stars. Um, but uh, with the, um, what, I think what, what's been so great, and I think that the, the, what helps our case the most when it comes to the, the life issue is the reaction to uh, to what's over the last, I guess, just last couple of days, because it came out on Friday, and then today's Monday. So you've had we've had a weekend of uh, of rage. Uh, although it hasn't been as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. I thought we were going to see the summer of love all over again. Um, uh, you know, like like we saw them in the summer of 2020, because you know when black people get shot down by police, you know we got a riot. But I guess when you can't kill your kids, I guess that means you can't protest as hard. I guess because maybe because maybe you're at home taking care of them. Maybe that's what it is. Anyway, um, but anyway, uh, and I think it was Brian Seltzer or some 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 person on CNN or MSNBC was talking about how the right is gearing up for violence. Um, I, I against who? I get yeah against who because well. The, the right and the, 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 the pro-life right, the, the, the evangelical right, whatever that means, um, just had a huge win. Something that's been building, that the, the pro-life movement has been working for since 1973, I think is when it started. Um, uh, we just won, so why, w- why would we be gearing up for violence? Or why would they be gearing up for violence? It's completely ridiculous. It's a gaslighting. It's and, what it and, is. And, and, and look at the targets that are being hit. It's Christian or faith-based pregnancy centers. It's uh, pr- it's centers where people can go in and get ultrasounds that, that are non-abortion clinics. It's uh, you know Christian or faith-based uh, resource centers that are getting firebombed and Molotov cocktails. It's pro-lifers who are getting beaten in the streets. Um, I I doubt that the I doubt that pro-lifers are are going after their own people. I doubt that's happening because guess what? It's not. And then to see the attacks on Clarence Thomas, basically they're they're going well. There you sent me the tweets of people they're calling they're dropping the hard R. Calling yeah, people him a, were calling him the N word. Calling him the N word. Yeah. Um, again, too. This is the side of real racism here. This these these are the these are the real racists here, and the the the, the demonic seething and screeching that you see on. On, on the TikTok now, some of that stuff you see on TikTok might be performance art. Uh, I think some a of lot it, of people. Some are. of it might be, but some of it's real too. And to see all the athletes and all of the uh, famous people are the social betters, as it were, come out and say uh, like the 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 idiot from uh, Green Day, what's his name, Billy Joel, Billy Joel, something, Trump. say he's going to renounce his U.S. citizenship. Okay. Okay, fine, whatever, leave. If if your citizenship in this country is not worth anything now because well you can't murder your own kids then uh well we don't we don't want you here anyway uh please leave and it's it's like you know it's not going to happen because the, all these people said the same thing if trump won they would all move to canada still waiting for that to happen uh, i don't think i don't think any of them moved to canada 
Um, and then to see the reactions, I've, I, because I hate myself, I looked at, looked at reactions from uh, TikTok. And a lot of people were saying that they overturned this legislation. It's not a law. It's not. Yeah, that's the part that's it's, confusing. It's, people. it's never passed Congress. The president never put a signature on it. I guess it would have been Nixon. Would it have been Nixon? Seven, seven but what I find funny is that for for a crowd that is so so in, in love with democracy, they love it. They put it. They put it. In their bio, pro democracy, unapologetic Ukrainian flag. Yeah, they they love democracy next to their Ukrainian flag and their picture of them wearing a mask still in 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 mid twenty twenty two. They love democracy. Okay, then then let's then let's let's vote on it then, because you know this is it's not found in the Constitution and is not a natural right that is given to us via the Constitution via the Bill of Rights. So okay. Let's just vote on it. Why not? You think democracy is the is the answer to everything? You you, you claim to love it so much. You claim to to want to um, further World War Three in Ukraine over this failed um, system of a government in democracy. But sure, let's go ahead. Let's just let's just let's just vote on it. Oh well, you know, Jacob, we should, we can't we can't vote on it because you know people might vote in, against it. against our favor. Oh. So you're not really for democracy. Was what they are is is um, <laughs> there's a meme out there. I can't find it. I I, I, kick, I kick myself every time that I see it. I don't save it, but it's the it's the video. It's a meme, and it says, "Whenever government is in favor of me, it's the picture of um, Palpatine." He's like, "I love democracy." <laughs> and then when the government's against me, it's a picture of um, Hans Hermahapa saying, "Democracy, the god that failed." Mm. I am the Senate. I am the Senate. We, it, we live in some interesting look this is why people say this is going to be a massive blue wave it's gonna it's gonna rally the nope. base the real the thing here's the thing these people they don't want to talk about this issue they they claim that it's about choice and they say oh well they're protecting Privacy. you know I, I I do like to. I have never I have never really formally engaged with somebody um, civilly who has held these beliefs and these views. There are some people that I do know that hold these beliefs and views, which is fine. That's their prerogative. But the 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 the, the few things that I always see is that okay, well, this is going to put young women at risk for you know whether they're taken advantage of or they're raped or something, right? And and, and my argument for for that is that. As I've seen this come about, there are some people out there who do hold that exception and that's it. There are some people there that do hold that exception and that's it. But here's the difference though. The difference is that those people who say, okay, we should only have it in these certain circumstances and and that's it. They, in my opinion are closer to the people that say ban it outright than the people that say up until birth. Because it's it's not a... They're not coming from it from the standpoint of, oh, well, this is going to impact me um, financially or I just don't want one. It's that, hey, something terrible happened to me and these consequences were put onto me unjustly. They identify, or they're closer to people that want to ban it outright than the people that say, oh, hey, you know, if, um, if I just don't want it, just, you know, kill it. I do love the argument where people say, well, what if a poor woman can't afford 
to support the child. Yeah, okay, so you can't afford to support it, so let's just, let's just kill it. <laughs> what? Can you look at your three-year-old and say, hey, you know, life's pretty tough, and I, I could use the extra 500 bucks a month from um, instead of feeding this thing. Why don't I just, you know, drown in, in, in the bathtub? Yeah, that that's never a good argument, never a good excuse. So the, the financial argument I've never found interesting, but we're seeing the crazies come out. And I know you saw some of them as well. Didn't I send you that one? This was a, this is a real headline where it was like, the top seven TikTok dances you can do to help Roe v. Wade oh, yeah, or something like great. that. You would have thought it's the it's the Babylon Bee, but it's not. Here's one. I think that this is the one that I found the most disturbing. And, you know, I use very strong language initially in my Substack post, whenever my little quick Substack post. I use some pretty strong language. And I have, and I have used strong language when I talk about this issue um, further. And what I mean when I say uh, the big E word, evil, when it comes to this position, um, I'm talking about these people right here. So this is a woman at a pro-choice, Roe v. Wade, whatever, whatever rally. And it is her with a family. And it is her and her family. And it's three kids that can't be older than four or five. And her husband. And it, she's holding a sign that says, don't force this on anyone. As a kid, you don't know what's going on, right? You're four. You don't know. You're just, you are, you are more fascinated by the fact that the sky is blue in the day and it is black at night. You're like, wow, that's amazing. You have no idea what's going on in the world. But imagine if you did and your mom is like, don't force these things upon me. These little denizens. <laughs> I should have, I should have killed you. I don't know what society um, would would lead somebody to hold these views. To be like, yeah, I'm going to go to a rally and protest of this Supreme Court decision with my family saying, don't force this upon anybody. Now, ma'am, unless your husband uh, raped you, which is a whole different thing, and the fact that you're still married to him is questionable as well. If that happened, who forced this on anybody? That's what I find very baffling upon this discussion. As he says the word force, don't force this, on, don't force this family upon me. Right, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that you'd be much happier alone by yourself drinking a bottle of white wine and watching reruns of the Gilmore Girls or whatever every single night until you die. That's a, that, that is a fulfilling life. And uh, the very fact that you would even go outdoors promoting this message. I have a hard time finding any other word than evil. I really do. Yes, that's, that's, uh, that's child abuse. I find I, I have a hard time finding any other word than evil. And when I, I use evil for these people, and I won't use evil for people who, um, who come from the side of, um, the rape and incest. And here's why. The people that come from the rape and incest side, even though I disagree with them, and I think that their logic is flawed, they don't see this, they don't see an abortion as a glorious thing that should be paraded around. They don't see it as a liberating thing 
for them to they, 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 okay, sorry. they don't see the sacrifice of their unborn child on the altar of themselves, which is what a lot of these people out there are promoting, which, which the, the, the very loud minority of people are out there pr promoting, is that, well, my happiness, my financial success comes first, and whatever this thing is comes second, and I have the right because if it's – because if I have to be forced to carry this thing – I, I might not be happy, so I, therefore I have the right. There is a difference. I think they're both wrong in their logic, but I bet you that I could convince somebody who falls on the rape and incest side to come to my side much, much easier than somebody who's like, oh yeah, well, I just don't want it. Why? Yeah, I, you know, I, I just want to go on vacation, and, you know, I, I'm not really... You know, down with this whole, um, you know, you know, responsibility thing. I'm just, just, I'm, just, I'm not down with it, bro. Do you disagree? Do you agree? I uh, know. I, I completely agree with you. It's the, um, it's the, it's what's popular in our culture right now is the, uh, uh, it's the worship of self. It's, it, it is the worship of pride. Um, that nothing can stand in, in your way of going on vacation five times a year, or. That or getting that job in the in the corner office, nothing can stand in the way of that. And if that one thing happens to be a child, well, then you know, suck its brains out because you know your happiness is worth more than life. And if that's what you, and that's what you're saying, then 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 they're just being honest about it. Um, I think the more the more that this issue gets gets talked about, the more they have to reveal what they really think. And the more disgusted the American people are going to be with that, even the people who might lean pro-choice, who just for rape and incest, the more that they come out and talk about how, you know, Clarence Thomas is the N-word, and, you know, if I can't have uh, abortion on demand, no matter, no, no matter what, no questions asked, then and once, once you get into the details of what that procedure actually looks like, the people who, were, who are leaning pro-choice or leaning pro-life, like, you know what, I, this is icky. I, I, don't, I don't want any part of this. And I've had conversations with people who lean pro-life, who are not completely, I don't want to say on the bandwagon, who are not completely convinced of it. But then whenever this stuff comes up and they're, they're talking about, uh, even like the governor of Virginia was talking about post-birth abortions or just murdering the child after it's been born, um, they're like, yeah, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. I, don't want, I want nothing to do with this. So the more that they talk about it, the more that they're forced to talk about it, the more the more it damns their own position. Because just just wait until we get into those debates for the midterms coming up here just in a few short months. Hopefully it'll be over sooner than that. Or just wait till the next presidential election because this will more than likely be a big topic that we'll be talking about if nothing um, majorly happens in the next couple of years. If you, do you really, is Joe Biden going to get up there and, and talk about how it's necessary to, to, to kill the unborn? Is that what's going to happen? Because if it is, that's a losing issue. It's a losing issue for the left. And they know that. Well, I, most of them know that, I guess. But, they, but they've created this monster of the, the, the loudest majority, or loudest minority, sorry, of people who think that, that the Supreme Court is actually taking away someone's constitutional right. That's the amount of gaslighting that's been happening for decades, I guess five decades now, that there's a constitutional right somewhere. 
Somewhere in the Constitution, they, they point to the 14th Amendment. Somewhere in there, the word abortion appears. You, you, have, to, you, have, to do the, you have to do the Nicolas Cage with the hairdryer on the back of the Declaration of Independence to find it. And John Voight's going to say, well, you stole the Declaration of Independence. You, wow, we're finding the right to an abortion, Dad. No, it, it doesn't exist. It's not in there. No, no matter how much lemon juice you squeeze on it, no matter how much heat you apply to it, you find Benjamin Franklin's you know, secret little decoder ring glasses. It's not there. It didn't exist. It never did. And the, the amount of ignorance from that side that they don't even realize that is is shocking. Utterly and totally shocking. And um, and the people who, I guess like the Dave Portnoy's of the world, the OJ's and the Le- 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 LeBron James's of the world, um, who are talking about how this is, you know, women's rights, how far we've fallen, um, this is actually the most pro-women's rights uh, thing in the world. It is. Because... Because the, the beautiful thing of having children is, is beautiful. And to end that prematurely is, is, is demonic. Casting your children into the, into the fires of, the, of, the, of, the, of Mount Doom is, what, is essentially what you're doing. So, Look, and, and, it's, and another thing, too, to make another a Lord of the Rings reference here, um, uh, this, this, this only happens because the people on the right finally start, started to actually make their argument and started to actually act on it. It took some time, but they actually went after the pre- the premise of the argument of is it a person or is it not a person, right? Things didn't get real in the in the Lord of the Rings until Aragorn picked up the sword, right, Jacob? That's right. So once they picked up the sword and went after and went after Sauron, that's when it got that's when things went off. That's when it got real. The pro-life movement up until the last couple years was just a major fundraising scheme. That's all it was. And I know that might piss a lot of people off, but let's be honest, that's really what it was. It wasn't until these certain states said, you know what, we're going after the premise of the argument. Is it a life? Is it a person? Or is it not? They took the they they were they did what Aragon did. They, they took the sword. They took the fight to Sauron. That's what they did, and it got real. And it shows that you can win. And it shows that the, the, the people that, that, that were used to do this were broken people, like Trump. Whoever would have thunk in a million years that Donald Trump would be the guy who would appoint these three justices, ultimately, that were deciding and overturning this? Whoever thunk that Mitch McConnell would be the one to hold off Merrick Garland, say, oh, oh no, we ain't going that way, just because you nominated as him doesn't mean you get to have a vote. So Mitch McConnell, and it's the, uh, and of course it's the justices too. You can see that the Clarence Thomas has been has been hitting the weight room, just just waiting for this moment to happen. And it what was the did. joke that I always said about Clarence Thomas? I said that like how in his in his chambers or whatever he has like a punching bag. He's, he's got a, a speed bag. Yeah, he's got a speed bag and a and a, and a, and a and a like heavy bag, and yeah. they're like and they're like Thomas, we're ready for you. He's like. Puts a towel on. All right. <laughs> puts the robe on. He puts the robe on. <laughs> wipes his sweat off and takes take, take the gloves off. <laughs> yeah. Back to just punching the heavy bag. Uh, yeah. You know, the memes have been glorious. The the um, outrage has been glorious. Now, I'm going to preface what I said about in my Substack article when I talked about how we need to um, – re- 
um, some marvel in the sorrow of the other side. Now, when I said that some people might have taken offense to that, I didn't get any any personal blowback, but I could see how someone might take that out of context. What I said by what I meant by that is that the people that are out there promoting it, people that are out there saying that it's a good freeing, um, the, pe- the people that are out there um, who are advocating for up to birth and past birth. Yes, marble in their sorrow. Definitely. Um, the people who are not educated and who really don't know what the crap is going on, I'm not, I'm not talking about them. That's what I, I did not do a good job prefacing that, but I wanted to say that because um, some people might take it off and say, oh, Jacob, you're being very harsh as a, as a Christian. That's very, very harsh. And, you know, I don't think Christians always have to be peace-loving um, the kumbaya people, I, I, I think that there are moments where we are allowed, You're allowed to, to celebrate, allowed to celebrate, allowed to be happy about this, and allowed to laugh at the people who are genuinely evil cry that their um, their ability to sacrifice the unborn on the altar of themselves has been taken away. That is okay to do that. Um, the memes have been glorious. I know that Michael Malice, who is who is pro-choice, by the way. Um, he said, I am more pro, um, anguish than I am pro choice. So, so today we will enjoy, um, these people, uh, uh, mar- uh, marveling. And he, he gave us a picture of Trump doing like a little smirk smile. And he's like, just, just comment this whenever someone's <laughs> freaking out and then just watch, watch the people just, just, just explode. Um, and I, I, you know, I sent that to some people. I was like, here you go. If you have, if you have nothing to say. Right, because if someone's over there making an incoherent statement, you're not engaging with them is a waste of your time. So just so 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 just 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 post that in there, and then you will be be very happy in 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 watching people um, flounder and and in sorrow. Uh, you know, with 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 the gun issue that. Especially the gun issue. I mean, obviously, Roe v. Wade's the biggest thing to come out. And, you know, today the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the coach who was, you know, um, who was praying on the the 50-yard line. I think it was pregame or something like that. Pre or postgame. It doesn't matter. So, apparently, you know, I I, I don't know. Even the most liberal of places. I think this guy was in Washington State, maybe. I forget. I I I don't remember ever... There being a time where you weren't allowed to um, pray or practice your um, um, religion in a public setting, so I, I this one baffled me. Apparently, he was fired or something um, from his job for praying on, on, on the fifty-yard line, not not forcing other players to pray. Just himself. Just by, just by it, himself. Was it by himself? Basically, like Tebowing, mm. essentially. Which you know, I am not. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, this is not going to, this may sound bad, but I, I, I'm not coming from a bad place, but I'm saying right now that if you had someone of a, if you had someone of Muslim faith and they wanted to do call to prayer out in public, I, I have no issue with that. And I don't think anybody would have an issue with that. In fact, if you did have an issue with that, you'd be called Islamophobic phobic and all these other terms. Or if you um, had an issue with do the, do Jewish people have a, have a, a similar thing where they have to pray so many times a day? I'm not. I don't think so. But it, okay, if you were something against a, um, some somebody of a Jewish faith, 
in a public setting, you'd be called anti-Semitic or something. So I find this fascinating, and the very fact that the vote was six to three. Look, we know that Cagle and Cagle, yeah, Cagle. Oh, okay. And Sotomayor, we know that these people's heads are not screwed on straight. We've known this for a long time. But I would find it very, very interesting to hear their argument as to why the, as to why they should not be allowed to 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 pray in a public space. I mean, here's what Sotomayor wrote. She wrote um, wrote wrote the majority wrote that the majority has gone astray by prioritizing religious rights of a school official over those of his students who felt pressured to take who part could in feel his pressure. who could feel pressure to take part in his religious activities she wrote in doing so the court set us further down a perilous path in forcing states to entangle themselves with religion with all of our rights hanging in the balance now look if this man was like, you're going to bow your head and you're going to pray right now, and you're going to pray, pray to my God, I, I mean, I'm assuming he's a Christian, but if he wanted to pray to, to the mountain of, of, of olives or he wanted to pray to um, Buddha or I don't care, whatever, I, I, I'm not okay with that. If, you know, if he's like, oh, well, you're off the team if, if you don't pray to my God. I'm, I, 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 am, I am not okay with that. Is that is that what he did? Because that's what that's what Sotomayor is insinuating that this man did. So I find that interesting. Now you know if if the if if the case was that he was, you know, kicking people off the football team if if they didn't um, pray, you might you you might have a case there. Justice Sotomayor. Well, if that was the case, then his firing would have been just. Yes, it would have been a just and firing. And then this would have been over with. This you never hear, you never would have heard uh, heard this story ever again. But the fact that even in her thing, even in her, even in her, uh, her statement, that who could feel pressure? Okay, well, is that is, is that how we? decide cases is that oh well you know they might feel a pressure well did they well, what about well, the, well, yeah, but what about the opposite though yeah well, what about this in reverse the fact that you can't exercise your first amendment right to do what you to say what you think is uh, is right that's the this goes this cuts both ways and this is the one thing that people i again are just gonna have to deal with if if you are an unreligious person if you are agnostic or atheist you 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 cohabitate in a world where there are billions of people who are of faith, and not even even if you're of a different faith, you re, you recognize that there are people of other faith, and the way they practice that faith is different from yours. Everybody recognizes this, and everybody deals with it. There are billions of Catholics, there are billions of of, of Buddhists. Of different denominations of, of Christendom, there's there's many people of faith, and we're in most of them get along just fine. In the Muslim world, different question. That's a whole different. That's a whole well, different that's, topic. It's not. It's not all of their fault. Sure, it's not all of their fault. There's a lot of fault from the West that has created a lot of the tension over there. But that's a whole. But whole the podcast. But but, but just because uh, the West does bad things sometimes doesn't mean. Uh, you're gonna get your 72 ex- virgins when you blow yourself up in I'm front of the U.S. Embassy. That's not all. Excusing that's that. all. Or you th- you fly planes into buildings. That's all I'm gonna say. But 
when you look at the in the Muslim world, there is it's a different question because there's a lot of things that go on in that world um, that really can't be blamed on actions of Western countries. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Sure. Um, but furthermore, was this guy harming anybody by doing this? Absolutely not. No one is actually offended by this. It's all just virtue signaling. So, You know, I, I think that this raises a very interesting point. And a lot of the libertarian accounts, I'm not going to name any because it's not important, but a lot of them have had some bad takes when it comes to Roe v. Wade, especially a lot of the woke people. Reason Magazine? Yeah, yes, the Reason Magazine crowd who are like, you it's know. It's a slap in the face of the Ninth Amendment. What? But it's not in the 14th Amendment. Yeah, but, you know. Please. Um, there's a lot of people out there who've had a lot of really, really, um, just a lot of really bad takes. But I think the one thing they have gotten right by all of this is that they have gone to both sides of the issue and they've said you know to pro-lifers who typically hold similar values as the praying coach decision and to the gun decision it's not it's not universal you know people have this idea that uh, pro-life and and pro-faith go together sure there are some parallels but if you notice on this podcast i never bring up faith when it comes to pro-life why i don't have to i can argue both sides i can argue pro-life from a secular i can argue it from from an atheistic point of view 100 percent, i can argue for pro-life from an atheistic honestly that's what i do i argue it as if i'm an atheist and i do that because it eliminates the scapegoat of, oh, well, stop forcing your religion upon me. When have I mentioned God? When have I ever mentioned the Bible? I don't even talk about that when I talk about this issue. Why? Because you don't even have to. It's, it's just a, it is such an easy argument to win. What I'm doing whenever I take, whenever I bring this argument from an atheistic point of view as someone who is, who is not, is this is like me um, putting, tying both hands behind my back in a boxing match and still winning. <laughs> Well, I think as I'm taking back my strongest arguments to the the to to the core belief, but because the argument is so weak for abortion up until birth, abortion at, at, at all points, the argument is so weak that I don't even have to pull out all of my talking points. I can just pull out just the the simplest arguments of natural rights, the, the simplest form. And, and, and whether or not that, that is a life. And if it is, then it's protected by all of, all of these amendments, which are based upon natural rights. I think that, that line of thinking works probably like 90% of the time for most people. I think where it does fall apart is for the people that have rejected science, that, that know full well what they're doing is killing a life. The people that admit, yes, it is a child, it is a human being, but I'm still, I'm still okay with cutting its head off anyway. Um, that's when you have to bring in, I think, uh, the the spiritual or the biblical arguments as well, because well, what you're doing here is that you are, uh, you're, you're, you are, you are, you're, what you're doing is directly uh, in violation of of the the beauty of God's design of humanity and people. 
and if that doesn't work, then those people are lost. If, if, they, if you can't get them on the, the scientific argument of, well, life begins at conception, if you can't get them on the, the natural rights argument that, hey, it, we, if we all recognize that it is a person, then they are endowed with these rights. Well, if that doesn't work, then you hit them with whatever else. And if, if you can't, if they, no matter what you say or do, if they don't come to the, con- the conclusion that this is wrong, then those people are lost. Well, there's and that's nothing. You... There's nothing that you can say that's going to change their mind. And that's and that's honestly really where you just kind of like, okay, okay. Look, and then that's where you just post a picture of Trump and you walk away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because because there's nothing else that can be said Shut at that up! point. Silly woman. <laughs> nothing else that can be said at that point. That y- there there is no point of further engagement because you know that that, that there's never um, never any set of logic and facts that'll ever um, convince them otherwise or have them see the other side otherwise. You know, as I said, people who typically would have been for the these past three rulings are juxtaposed to those who would be against it. And we are approaching a, a point in this country, especially with abortion, now that that one's kind of, now that cat's out, out of the bag, essentially, that you're going to have states that are going to that are going to make it illegal, and you're going to have states that are going to legalize it. And then the argument becomes, well, why am I, why are we being represented? Would it be a party? Why am I letting another state that allows the murder of children, or allows, or, um, or wants to strifle or infringe upon my a Second Amendment right. Why are we allowing them to influence legislation that affects me? Why are we all in this big dysfunctional house together that that we call the United States of America? Why are we united? People say, oh, we got to come together as a country. You know, you hear Biden say this. We got to heal and come together. Ask yourself, where, where is the coming together with somebody who thinks that you have no Second Amendment right and that you should rely on the police for everything while saying defund the police, which is a funny argument that you, it's circular. It's a circular issue that it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. And says that you should that, that that you're a bigot and you hate women if you don't allow abortion up up until birth, and if you want to pray on at a football game, you know you that's you that's, have forfeited your right to employment. That is that is yes exactly. You have a right to be fired for that. Where where's the common ground? Where is the healing that can be done with the with the a, a, a group of people that hold these positions. I'm, I'm honestly curious. And the other side, I'll begin. The other side says, hey, you should be the buy whatever gun you want and shoot up a school. Or, hey, you, you shouldn't be allowed to to have reproductive rights. Or, hey, you might feel pressured into, um, into praying. Or maybe you might get kicked off a football team. Where's the common ground with that crowd? It goes, it can go both ways. The point is, why are we doing this? Why are we pretending that all of this is just is just working out somehow? We very well might be leading to a point where if for some reason, I, I don't know if it ever would happen, that a federal ban were to happen on or a federal um, 
not saying that it ever happened, but a constitutional care were to pass via the federal government. Let's just hypothetically say. Because, I mean, that's impossible. And California doesn't want to play along with that. What, what, what is keeping them in this union? Or if they were to codify Roe v. Wade, if they were to pass it via federally, which I don't think they will be able to, they don't have the votes. Uh, why is a state like Georgia or a state like Texas, what, what, what benefit of that are, are, are we getting? Why are we, why are we allowing morons from California, D.C., New York, Washington, Oregon, to have all this say over what happens in, in Georgia. Why are we... Why is that a thing? And Californians, why are you allowing these bigoted people in Texas and Georgia and Florida to have influence on what happens in California? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that there's a... From from a total from total recall, whenever, whenever Arnold shoots his fake wife and says, Confider... Consider this a divorce. <laughs> you know, that's that is that, that is kind of what we are heading more and more towards. As we're seeing, uh, I know there have been there have been calls for states like Cal- there's been some weirdos on Twitter that says why is California even playing along with this anymore? Good question. Good question. Don't know. Why is Texas Texas of, of all states? That if Texas if Texas were to secede, they'd be like the fifteenth biggest economy in, in in the world or something crazy like that. Why is Texas still a part of the union? Honestly, it's a good question. Why is Georgia? Why is Florida? Why is South Carolina? Why is Mississippi? Why are why are all these states not seceding? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Why, why, why are we not seeing larger movements for secession? Hopefully we might have a soft secession with some of these issues being moved back to the state level and away from the federal government as it, as it should be. Or do we have eventually a situation which should I be preferable to secession in a short term, we'll be going back to a system of government like the Articles of, of Confederation, where the federal government really couldn't do anything, didn't have any power, and the states and states held, held all the power as the way that it was always supposed to be. What do you think, Joe? I I I, I agree, but I the more the more that time passes and the more these things happen. Um, I just don't. I don't see how we get out of this peaceably. I just don't see how that happens, and I really don't want any kind of. Uh, I don't. I really don't want any kind of hot conflict mm-hmm. uh, with because that that's just not going to lead to anything positive. Because uh, it's going to get to a point. Well, what what are we really fighting for here? I mean, uh, you can disagree, and uh, you can agree to disagree, but at the same time, there comes a point when you know. When the only way you can settle these differences is on a battlefield, I'm not, I'm not advocating for that. I don't want that to happen. I, I hope we can avoid that at all costs. But it, but it, at some point, though, if if the cultural left keeps marching on like it is, even though they've had some setbacks here recently, um, it's going to get to that point. 
And when that happens, all bets are off because every because it, it will officially have hit the fan, um, per, peripherally. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't see, <clears throat> with, especially with, with these issues, the issue of life, the issue of guns, and the issue of religion. It is hard to think of a peaceful uh, way out, and it, it is hard to find of a a a. a coming together it's a you know how how i i i don't i don't know how um <clears throat> sometimes things just don't work out you know it, it's uh it's the uh, it's it's the not you it's a me treatment and i i think that until november will be interesting we will be interesting because as a lot of the polls are showing <clears throat> and a lot of the predictions that the Republicans are going to retake both branches of both um, chambers of the, of the um, legislative branch, it will be interesting to see what happens to the reaction from the other side. And then eventually with 2024 of whoever uh, Trump or DeSantis or whoever runs for governor or president, if the economy is still bad and we still have inflation and all these other issues that we're dealing with, but if they win, what if what if the Republicans take all three branches? Because you know, apparently now the Supreme Court is um is um is Republican, which is funny because uh, anyone that doesn't fate that doesn't rule in, in 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 my favor is a um um Republican. Naturally. Naturally. But. I think the left will be the first one to make the move and leave versus the people on the right because for some reason the people on the right still hold this patriotic view that okay we have to keep the the US together um, versus you, you, they'll always say oh well if you hate it here so just leave okay we'll just take the whole state with them and leave so I, I don't see I, I see the left making the first move if that makes sense but especially in November. And, and how many more, and we know it, it is going to be, especially with Roe v. Wade, we know it is going to be a bloodbath and it is going to be ugly this next election. Whether or not we even have one, because if, if all the claims of fraud on both sides, Republicans and Democrats, are going to claim fraud. Because, you know, whenever Trump won, it, it was uh, Russia's fault. And whenever Biden won, it was... It was um, a rigged election and Trump really won the election. So both sides are guilty of claiming it was um, a kangaroo court of an election. But how many more of these are are we going to have? How many more of these soft civil wars, which may turn hot, are we going to have before we say, you know what? So we're just done. The Northeast can become part of Canada you know, the the um, West Coast can become their own thing. The Southeast can become their own thing. What are we doing? And I think this is the this is where we're headed. And I think it honestly, it would be probably for the best if because until you stop having people from other states influence legislation that affects people in states that have nothing, have no no interest in that do not represent the values of them people forget just how 
how diverse America is, both racially and ethnic and ethnically, and ideology. How how different somebody living in the deep south of Alabama and someone living in Portland are incredibly polar opposites of each each other. Why should those two people have to live under the same government? In in what world does that make sense? To To be represented by the same body. That to me is not, has never made sense, and I, 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 you know, I don't want. Preferably, I'd rather not see all this happen. I'd, I'd hope, you know, idealistically, I hope we could figure this out, but I just don't see how. I just, I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I think that's, uh, I think it's very well put. Uh, is there anything else that we wanted to talk about, mention, discuss, debate? Hopefully this video does not get or this podcast does not get taken down because we used Elvis at oh, in the beginning of that. Um, Elvis is dead, Jake. No, they don't. Care no, anymore. he's not dead. Elvis just went home. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Elvis K. just went home. Uh, you know, I was gonna mention something. I forget. I was trying to find something positive to say. Um, the whole show has been positive, eh? No, you know how I'm trying to do these little tidbits of little nuggets, little little nuggets of. Something to, uh, something, something to, to, to better yourself with. I, I don't know. Maybe I just, you know, the usual thing I, I always say to do is go out and do something fun. You know, you know, go, if you don't like coffee, just, just go to a nice place that has coffee and, and bring a book and just sit and read, you know, just, just, I don't know. Just find something that's, that is fulfilling in your life. And go do that. Go and go enrich yourself. Whether that be reading a book or listening to a great piece of music or or, or creating music or creating art or anything like that. I just you know, to go do that. Besides yeah. just a, besides just just you know mindlessly absorbing content or endlessly scrolling through TikTok. So I you know I just find something to do with that. Anything positive from you, Joe? Anything you want to mention for the show? It's kind of a shorter episode as compared um, to the last ones, but uh, yeah, go outside, enjoy the 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 service of the sun weather, especially if you live here in uh, in uh, in Georgia. Well, now it's raining. Uh, well, yeah, now it's raining. It's supposed to rain the rest of the week, anyway. But I think that's it. Um, you know, we'll be back with another episode, hopefully soon. Um, uh, any part? I guess that. I guess you, you said your parting words piece, didn't you? Um, so, yeah, we'll be back probably, I guess, maybe Friday, maybe Monday again. Who knows? But until then, folks, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, join the website, get you a T-shirt, follow Jacob on the link tree. Did I say that right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can follow, find all his, his pontifications on there as well. Uh, thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for listening. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Clint. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot.